Yo, Jobber, good day, everybody. This is Steve. We are live on YouTube for episode three. Two, three, nine? Two, three, nine. Gee whiz, that's a lot of episodes. I see there are already 16 folks in the live chat, but don't worry, you don't have to stare at my face this whole time. I'm going to bring in my boys. We got Paul. What? That's not Paul. Whoa, that? by the power of Joe Berg. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Deadly Pencils? I'm good, my dude. How are things there in sunny Australia? Uh, the sun ain't shining just yet, man. It's just after 6 a.m. So Ooh. I am wired. Yeah, yeah. Bedtime wasn't long ago. But uh, don't worry. You don't have to look at the beard force. Let's get some uh, clean shaven Joe Book members up in hey. here. Well. It's me. <laughs> How's it going, beard guys? Force. That's what I meant to say. Beard force. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. But... Well, like burn force. But <laughs> for this special occasion, the full squad is in attendance. I'd like to introduce him as West Coast Cujo, but he don't live there no more. <laughs> Hello, Cujo. Welcome. It's Colorado in the house. He's Denver Cujo. True, true. Greetings, friends. Hello. Hey. Hi, Cujo. And a special greetings to indeed mile high he's at, he's at altitude ladies and gentlemen thank you everyone who's joining us in the live chats this is going to be very exciting but before we kick off the proceedings i would just like perhaps everyone uh watching this and everyone in the future watching this or listening to this to just uh give my man rob a very happy birthday and many happy returns he ah. celebrated he celebrated a big one this past Ooh. week so big, <laughs> yeah. It's it's the end one of the to days, go, man. and I'll, I'll be an old man. <laughs> How does it feel, Never dude? How, how 30, does it feel? Halfway to death, I guess. I mean, <laughs> only halfway, <laughs> <laughs> only. Oh, right. God, okay. What are we aiming for? 60. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, look, I hope it was a good one. Um. Anyways, uh, I'm spinning my wheels. Does anyone have any um, opening remarks before we crack open on G.I. Joe's 40th anniversary? <laughs> oh, um, I've just gotten a reminder on my phone that's hilarious. Watch G.I. Joeberg live. No ways. We should do that. <laughs> we should all do that. I'm going to do that it right my now. My wallet is going to hurt. That's my opening remark after <laughs> everything that's happened. And everything that I know we're going to talk about, my wallet is screaming. Mm -hmm. so. Dead wallet. Kuj, we haven't seen you in a while, man. Anything you want to say up top before we start talking about new toys? Whew. Oh, he's taking a sip of that cut and shaking his head. So I'm going to proceed with a slideshow. Uh, <laughs> Courtesy of Full Force, uh, why bother gathering your own news when you can just parrot it straight from Chris? Hey, um, okay, well, before we start with that, Ryan Sweeney already uh, chucks in a buck for Rob. Thank you, brother. Uh, I mean, yeah, thank you. That's all I got to say about that. Thank you very much. Birthday gift for Rob. Rob. Yeah. <laughs> That's thank the GI Joe there. Exactly. Exactly right. Cool. And more on that later, but let's do it, boys. Let's plunge in. Um, uh, I know this might be anticlimactic, but I don't care. 
I'm going to start with the thing that's got me totally buzzed, and that is Mega Hiss. Mega Hiss. It's a mega, mega, mega hiss. Oh, boys. I think it's fair to say, since I was born in 1984, that I've been waiting my entire life for this. Is that an mm. overstatement? No, I think that's a, a, a pretty fair statement to make. I know for myself, ever since we started this podcast, this is something I've been wanting and I've been vocal about. So, yeah. I mean, it, I, you know what? It, it made me angry for a time because just like the return to o-ring where they said it cannot be done i felt a similar vibe about having scaled transformers for gi joes to sit in i thought like oh this is a line that hasbro will never cross otherwise they would have done it already like both of these properties had their heydays in the 80s transformers are certainly had a massive resurgence now you can't go to a big box appliance store you know whatever store and not see transformers for sale i can get them at the damn grocery yeah, you store. can't exactly you can't throw a rock without hitting a transformer so gi joe hasn't really gotten off the starting blocks in, in that same way globally but here we have it guys finally it's it's happened the big day has happened these two brands have have united at long last properly and yeah i'm gonna slow clap that too because like I say, I've been waiting my entire life for this. Why? Why is it taking this long? Why is it taking 40 years for G.I. Joe, 38 years for Transformers? Why? <sighs> and yes, thank you, they're gone. The price point is $90, $89 if you want to be a stickler. I don't know why they still mm. do that. It's so obvious. It's but yeah, it, as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's, it's value enough. The box presentation is stunning. Like it's a slide that reveals brown box and then uh, the dude sitting inside. I've actually got a picture of it um, in package, which th this is what also sold me. The fact that it wasn't just a digital render, that at the live stream event, they had the actual thing, not only loose, but in the Packaged way it would be presented. <laughs> you, you don't like the packaging Paul no I think it's fine I, I just had to be a, a, a punk Diplomatic. Um, I just don't like that my stickers are pre-applied maybe I'm just they're not stickers I think those oh, are they're tempos operations. yeah Ooh. so okay. finally we have uh, we have <laughs> we have a clarity on where the G what is it the GH7C sticker should go Allegedly. and um yeah, look, the box, the box art on the classic hiss puts it on the the, 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 the footboard, the running board on the back. Uh, but the blueprints have always indicated that it goes in the sort of space between the track and the chassis. Yeah, like that kind of floating in space. There. In yeah. there. You got to get a tweezer up in, in there. You got to get in there. But, dude, just before we get like too far, let's just do a small shout out quickly to everybody that is checking us out and in the comments. Hey, everybody. It's good to see you guys. Just going to throw out a few names there. We've got They Gone. We've got Moonlight 47, Tetsuo's Wrath, um, the G.I. Joe book guys. No, no, I'm just being cheeky. Um, MCDJ <laughs> ACDC is in the house. Yeah, Sergeant Slaughter Slaughterhouse. Hey, buddy. Anything Joe's. Darren Cobb is here. Uh, ZK or ZK if you prefer. Chasing 80s Toys. Wow. Um, old School is here. Ryan Sweeney. Hey, Ryan. Uh, and also Mark Van Leeuwen, uh, Ben421, 
We have got a full house up in here, gentlemen. It's very, I'll very cool. I'll Moonlight 47. There we go. Thank you. As they're popping in. So it's, it's right pretty on. amazing. Check uh, Mark, so just Mark big shares yo. my sentiment. Yeah. Uh, he bought it immediately when he saw it announced. It is a dream come true. Yes. Baroness and Megatron. Oh, like we say in the, the title to this episode, two great flavors that just taste great together. Mm -hmm. uh, Rob, do you have an opinion to share on the, the Transformers mashup? It's, it's, it's about time, I think. They, they should have oh, done yeah. this ages ago. But I mean, it's cool that they finally did do it. Um, I hope there's more. They it occurs to, to me... We have to get a, a, a G.I. Joe version now. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean... With Megatron released, it's only a matter of time before Optimus Prime. I was about to say Optimus, opposite Prime, like opposite number, his opposite number, Optimus Prime, there we go, is released in some way, shape or form because that's how Transformers work. You don't have a Megatron in a wave without an Optimus Prime to match it. Mm -hmm. But Rob, specifically to us, do you realize it was a Transformer slash G.I. Joe mashup that got us back into Transformers in the first place? Like, we'd yeah. held off on the Energon toys until we saw that they'd released something called Snowcat, which looked like a Snowcat. <laughs> and that was it, man. When the bug bit, we had to buy, like, absolutely everything that Energon produced. We were going to that Toys R Us in Takai, like, weekly. Over and mm. over again. I mean, you couldn't fit your Joes in it, but at least it was a G.I. Joe Transformer. You can imagine. And, be like, chick, 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 and then zoom out. Well, guys, they included... <laughs> They included the damn windscreen wiper. I mean, if that isn't a love <laughs> note to any lover of a G.I. Joe toy, I, I don't know what is. Like, like no, I don't think any Transformer before then had included a functional windscreen wiper. But because the Snowcat 85 had it, Snowcat 2003, I'm going to say, had it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, man. Like, my observation, like, I've been playing with my retro hiss, courtesy of Gary V non-stop since the announcement just working out the mechanics of the transformation and i will say two observations or i've got several but like um the this is not a masterpiece transformer at all like mega hiss is very much more basic in its um in its in its engineering uh, it's a lot flatter panels. It's got a lot more shell forming, which is the Transformers term for, like, it's basically the, the his tank parts sit on its back. And it's actually removable as a kind of a backpack. Um, so you can take take the, the gun turret and much of the cockpit canopy off him and just leave him a little bit cleaner. Uh, obviously, the back portion of the his becomes a shield, um, so that's also like total parts forming. You actually kind of remove it and replace it on the figure. Uh, the legs kind of hollow looking, but that's, that's something you're used to as a fan of modern transformers. The fusion cannon is completely hollow by the looks of things. Like they're not even trying to fill in the underside. It is open, but therein lies the beauty. Anyone who's got Masterpiece Transformers knows that they are beautiful, they are perfect, but they take about 45 minutes to transform. <laughs> and that's that's being liberal with your timing. Like, you can come at it for an over an hour in some cases and just, like, be finagling pieces. Uh, this looks like it will be quick and easy, nasty fun to transform back and forth. 28 steps, 
and a lot of flat surfaces mean that it's a fairly basic transformer so it is it is the transformer's equivalent of an o-ring joe in that it's not trying to be hyper realistic and hyper modern it is meant to be a fun toy that you can put your joes in <laughs> or cobras in this case and there's that packaging shot as we say it's a it's a gi joe and transformers kind of split packaging that you slide out sleeve style to reveal the brown box beneath i mm. love that because one side's a classic transformers box and the other side's a classic joe classic joe box you know they've got but the... featuring new art for both yeah. and the art is spectacular <laughs> we'll brook no complaints that the, about this joe art because it is it is for all intents and purposes doing the hector garrido thing i mean baroness is even pointing like in a snake eye style <laughs> guys um i saw something interesting here in the comments robert h uh says that the box has an easter egg that implies the next one will be bumblebee hmm. Ooh. i'm not surprised bumblebee is this generation's op optimus in a lot of ways well, it's the most one of the more well-known ones now because of mm. the movies I can mean, we the have of some, force some as well, intel so. on this what what does he mean um well i'm sure robert h is busy attacking that <laughs> keyboard now it. to to give us hints on that um but like we could speculate i mean i'm i'm fairly certain it's going to be that i know that when we were talking off air we had mentioned possibly hound and i know the hound is like the easiest one to go for but uh yeah it's i think it's definitely i think bumblebee makes a lot of sense and there being an easter egg uh, kind of pushes me in that direction as well. Great suggestion so. from Chris from Chasing 80s Toys. The Combaticons would make perfect Joe vehicles. Absolutely. <laughs> or Cobra vehicles, because they'd probably be allied to Decepticons. But yeah, I, I take your point, man. Absolutely. Um, though, we're not about to get a Crusader shuttle to be, what was his name? Um, Blastoff. Um, oh, Is yeah. Is it Blastoff? <laughs> the mind races maybe they can yeah. make something new oh stella stiletto that would fit the right size oh my goodness imagine mm -hmm. a combiner if if one of the limbs is already this big or the central piece is already this big a combiner will be like the tallest combiner transformers has ever created so, All right. so one of the real questions is how long do you think they've been kicking this around for at hasbro like I can't imagine this is a new idea for Hasbro. Like, well, uh, if G.I. Joe is celebrating its 40th this year, Transformers will be celebrating its 40th two years from now. So I'm going to dial the clocks back two years and say, yeah, it's been probably two years in the making. But, yeah. you know, for fans, it's been a pipe dream all our lives. Uh, even all Outback Stu says, I'm not big on Transformers, but I really, really want this. Yeah. It's sent shockwaves through the, the fandom. Unintended. Um, it reminds me a lot of one of the um, one of the smaller Transformers figures that came out for the Revenge of the Fallen. Was that like they did that whole mech tech concept, mm. and they did oh, Transformers yeah. that weren't really robots. They were more like exosuits and things. And I've got one in particular that turns into an exosuit with tracks, and it's actually got the turret on the back. Mm. This reminds me a lot of that. It's actually very cool. <clears throat> um, Robert H, here we go. 
Robert H says, it's the text on the inside box that had file card looking graphics. One of them, one of them talks about an enemy scout vehicle classified as B and that it packs a powerful sting. Hmm. Okay. Uh, cool. Cool. Ooh, very if, cool. Do you think we'll get a Megatron file card? Uh, probably a tech spec. In multiple languages. Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. True. 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 Yeah. No, tech spec I, I, cool, how are they doing tech specs these days, Paul? You're up on modern Transformers. They're not really. It's weird. It's um. They did them. They did a, a line where they did a few of them, sort of, kind of. And you got a little bit of red stuff to like go over, but that was more to see the path of the arc. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do this thing with a sticker and then you peel off the sticker and you're like, Ooh, it's a sticker with another sticker underneath. And I don't know what to do with the sticker on the top now. So very weird. Yeah. Shall Gold we change iron. track a little bit? Uh, and I know this is something that, um, isn't necessarily toy related, but it certainly is near and dear to our hearts, uh, particularly West Coast Cujo. I mean, Colorado Cujo. Uh, the other bit of news that was kind of wedged into this 40th anniversary live stream was talk about IDW's Saturday morning cartoon series. Uh, IDW, mm-hmm. kind of on the eve of losing the license, I'm very pleased to see Hasbro pushing them in this way. Uh, because you know it's it's all too easy to like show them the door and, and let them uh, see themselves out. But the fact that the comic books are integral to this 40th anniversary celebration and that they're bringing you know the the silent issue back, uh, all this sort of thing, the, the timing is obviously planned. It's it's all part of the the rollout of of GI Joe Mania. Um, so it's it's nice to see that they they featured IDW in their stream some cool news Cooch. too little too late though well no i the the the, the decision's been made right unless they're going to surprise us and say ha gotcha and they're actually renewing the license we're not going to give it to uh the other guy what's his name help me paul robert kirkman thank you um yeah <laughs> or they actually are doing that on purpose idw wants to focus on multimedia and they're handing off the comic to somebody who's maybe better. I'd like to not get into to, to, to judgment calls like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, value judgments maybe, like that. Maybe better. I don't know. You know? IDW stewardship of GI Joe hasn't been bad. I just I no. It's it's the it's the the, the regurgitation of ideas because you know we 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 lay the the writing duties at one man's lap and he's kind of been doing it for a while. It's like okay, I guess I'll just. Keep on doing what I'm doing then. Uh, Cujo, sorry, man. I care to, care to give us an opinion on all and sundry. I know you bring the fire when it comes to IDW. I assume you're talking at me, right? Um, oh, well, yeah. First of all, I'm experiencing a little bit lag. I don't know if I am on your end, but a little bit, I yeah. will salute everybody in here. Okay. Uh, I'll try and not to speak like uh, C-3PO in a blender, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, IDW definitely been an interesting journey. Um, I'll, I, I don't have too much to say on their current iteration because uh, I think a lot of things factor into it. But uh, yeah, are we are we talking uh, the comic? Or are we talking uh, the tank? Uh, what do you want to hear first? Oh, let's do comic, man. Uh, because they did include a 
in the, the live stream, I think it's important to maybe deal with that before we get into the classified reveals, of which there are numerous. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say that the first thing I should probably qualify is say that uh, who I'm not for, and that's not, I'm not speaking for the fine gentlemen in this room who have created an equitable platform, which I appreciate. Uh, I'm definitely not speaking for the trolls. Uh, I would say that Joe is a brand at 40, and some of us are already 40 in this room, so cheers. Uh, but uh, you should know who you are by 40. And I don't know if the current iteration of G.I. Joe knows who they are. Uh, they're still making, they're venturing into O-Ring. They're crossing over with Transformers, which worked on occasion, but does not resonate. Uh, and of course, you know, we have the, I hope I get this right, the declassified. Um, but yeah, as for IDW, if you're enjoying that uh, cartoon comic, that's not a bad move. But uh, wasn't it, um, somebody's already written the third season of that. that it would have been nice if that direction, they didn't do that. Uh, and as for like uh, Larry Hama and a real American hero, I would like to pat him on the back, but I feel like they put him in spin cycle um, and to use him as kind of a shield to promote other versions of G.I. Joe that have or have not succeeded. So I'll take that criticism, and I have a platform and a live stream, so if you ever want to step up to that, can. Uh, but yeah, I'm still waiting for G.I. Joe to, or I guess Hasbro to a degree, to recognize their fans. And, and are we talking about the live stream yet, or no? Yeah, man, absolutely. Any kind of tidbits of information in that that uh, jumped out at you? Well, I said, I, I think that like there was a rap up front knowing is half the battle, but honestly, I was very, uh, I was like, well, this ain't Wordbird, and it surely isn't oh, D80, yeah. who both have skills. So I went to look to see who did the rap, and they didn't even credit them. So I don't what? know who they were, but once, it, once again, they did not take advantage to help the community out. Um, yeah, I, don't I thought that was a bit like poorly played. Sorry. Mm, like, I mean, I we, mean, not we support not your, using word burglar is one thing, but but to not credit, credit whoever did it, mm. that sucks. That just speaks of like like corporate anonymity. It's like well, I didn't see it we the want you to. We we only want you to think about the the music, or the the jingle. And not go any deeper and research who did it, because you know maybe they did some 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 stuff that Hasbro finds questionable. Like, oh man, I don't know the mind races as to why they did well, that, but it does smack of like just buying the product and and not incorporating the artists themselves. Because whoever that guy was, he had skills. Yeah, no, I'm definitely. no rapper, but like it was well, pretty tight. The lyrics were great. They were fun, but like once again, they could have leaned hard into to using word burglar. I, I mean, and it's not just because we we know we know the guy, and that you know, and that we dig the guy. But he's, you know, he's done it himself. He's done the whole GI Joe rapper thing himself. And I don't want to just like 
pigeonhole him as being the gi joe rapper i mean he's definitely like a time machine to that you know to the past in that respect with his his lyrics and whatever but i just thought that was not cool of hasbro they could have really done that in fact they actually did that as a separate video clip on youtube it's a separate video mm. you can find it that's on YouTube the thing that i saw first before it dived yeah. into the two plus hour live stream so i saw that and i was like this is not word burglar this is not right gi joeberg not approved <laughs> yeah <laughs> but to get get us back onto the comics uh anything mm. joe's chimes in he says that uh, he appreciates what idw was willing to try uh especially the paul aller book he, they even rebooted the universe and that grew on him for a few years yeah absolutely uh, they did try some racy stuff before they've backpedaled back into you know the comfortable tried and true I think that the, the the general sense, both in the fan base and in the publisher's mind, is that like the only book that sells and sells marginally is the one penned by Larry Harmer. Um, and and let's not forget about the fact that IDW is losing not only GI Joe but Transformers as well. Mark Van Leeuwen says James Roberts was amazing for Transformers, but IDW did not handle GI Joe well, in my opinion, especially on the crossovers. Okay, so on balance. Yeah, it seems like there's kind of a lukewarm reception going on there. Yeah. <laughs> and Sergeant Slaughter's Slaughterhouse. He couldn't help say. but notice they omitted Sergeant Slaughter from the opening of History of G.I. Joe. And that's probably a rights issue at this stage. Like, they need to pay the man. He's a real person. He's got a likeness rights. And uh, right now, um, you know... Bobby Vallas giving him uh, a residual and Mattel's probably giving him a residual, but Hasbro hasn't renewed. And I don't know if there would be conflicts there. Like I'm not down with the legalities, certainly um, conflict. If they made a classified series, Sergeant Slaughter, that would be direct conflict oh, yeah. with Valiverse, Sergeant Slaughter. Um, but who well, knows? It's a I, tangled I mess like, and uh... money talks, bullshit walks. Carry on, Gooch. Yes and no. I mean, we're at an interesting intersection where community is now arguably as loud as the brand. So um, I, I will always support, let me put it this way, that like, do, do, let me ask you, gentlemen, do you remember the title of your first psychology book? I know, I know, just bear with me. Your first psychology textbook. Who studied no, psych? No, probably not. I didn't do psych. Probably not, no. Yeah, dude, the closest I got was I did criminology, but I didn't have to do an intro in, psych in psychology. All right, let me ask that, that question so. again. Yeah. Do you remember the was... last paragraph of Psych Out's file part? I think you do. I defer to this man. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe Psych Out uh, Supersonic Fighters. <laughs> I didn't have Psych Out 87 Cooch. <laughs> He wasn't released in my country. I'm convinced. But we've read it at Look, least I, once. I, I take your point. I take your point. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think. what is your point, Peter? Refrigerator. Um, I guess I, I would make the that, you know, people always say, you know, why are grown men arguing about toys and their brand? And I would say, was G.I. Joe a toy or was it education? And the last, the last paragraph on Psych Out's file card is this. If somebody's constantly in your face about selling you a certain brand of cookies, 
eventually you're going to start eating those cookies. I'm not ready to eat Hasbro's cookies right now. Um, I think that there's a lot of growth that can be done on the brand side, and I will promote until I'm done promoting. I, I will always stand by G.I. Joe because it taught me near every resonant note. When Hama was on fire, I won't forget those words. So I'll, I'll eat the G.I. Joe community cookies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't quite understand their goal is if their goal is to make gi joe basic um then yes i do understand that goal but aside from that um the community continues to support uh and you know what i may not be a gi joe character codename cujo might be action you never know um because i will stand the folks that uh i understand um Mm. i'm not going to comment on the hosts or uh the editors whom uh I know can't dance, but, um, yeah, I stand with G.I. Joe, real American hero. I'm just not sure who that is right now. You feel me? And you're not mm. prepared to eat the cookies, but one man in attendance who's definitely eating all the cookies is my man, Paul. And I'd like you to take us through the classified selections for the oh time. my goodness he's <laughs> eating all the cookies he's declassified maybe we've shown a lot of digital renders not a lot of physical product but there was some physical product in attendance and we'll get into that later but first up on the digital renders everybody's favorite dreadnought it's serana serana yeah uh, i wonder if she's got the film in her earrings um so like not that long ago in an episode on this very podcast uh we were talking about like our wish list for classified joes i'm sure you guys remember um serana was definitely up there uh and i'm very very pleased to see that this is actually happening the real question i have is uh will she come with an alternate head and the reason i ask is it would be cool to get her like more punky mohawk head as well um but i mean if not whatever's because this face sculpt works for me i think it's great i'm super excited i hit buy (laughs) the second i saw this in my in my uh, big bad toy store pre-order card this is the first one in there um like i was like oh where's the runner got it like add her and then quickly it's like let me and then uh, after i added all of the classified stuff i was like whoo and then i saw that uh you know the 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 mega hiss and I was like, <laughs> so, yeah. Did you cancel your um, pre-orders? Uh, what? My my classifieds? No, no. I just looked at all the dates, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to work my butt off then, and then I gotta work my butt off then. Gotta put all this money with, um, dudes. I am super amped for this. I I'm surprised that they've done it as soon as they have, actually. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm surprised I, I we haven't got everyone... like another Scarlet before Serena. <laughs> you know, look, I, no, I think everyone's uh, quite quite intrigued that, as far as a dreadnought is concerned, they they led with the chick. Um, but I applaud the diversity. Like, yeah, let's get as many females into the line as as early as possible. Um, but yeah, I mean, most people are like, mm, we want Buzzer Torch and Ripper. They've been saying that for years now. Toys, give me toys. Uh, I take it when you cookie s- monster. Give me you s- say you want a alternate head. Would that be the vintage style head? 
Um, yeah, kind of. Like, a little bit, like, a, a kind of a mix between the vintage and what they did for the modern era, because the modern era uh, Serena was pretty cool. I like that mm. head sculpt a lot. Where it was kind of like a mohawk. We got like a bit of a fur yeah. hawk. Not really a mohawk, yeah. That was really rad. Rob Biopass. I'm not a very big fan of the, the Dreadnoughts. But I mean, it's nice to see another female character. I, 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 I think it's, it's spirit. So Rob's, no one else. Rob's wrong. <laughs> Next one. I'm not wrong. Joking, dude. First, the only one worth getting in the world of classified. You know, actually. <laughs> but All right. Next up. Ronald Rudat. Tadur. <laughs> Dusty. Okay, so, kind of me oh. surprised. Um, oh, yeah. And I used that pun liberally here i was half expecting him to be tiger force decode first yeah good point yeah which like is sell us the the tiger force before we uh, get the classic to make sure you get two sales out of the public this is this is an interesting choice yeah yeah but i guess dusty is that kind of quintessential show that you can't make him an exclusive. Well, you, I suppose you can, you can make him an exclusive, but like, come on, give give the general public a non-exclusive figure, please. Like, you know, all the Tiger Force stuff is, is what is that, a Walmart exclusive? Target exclusive? Target. Okay, I'm talking to myself. Um, the the, <laughs> I have the no Dusty, idea. dude. Uh, as it far as I good. know, it might no, be no, no, an exclusive. I'm, no, I'm no, saying these. this is a this is a general release, but Tiger Force and Python Patrol are one of the stores, anyways. It doesn't apply to us; so we don't get the exclusives, anyways. Um, so this would be just toss, tossing everyone a bone, please. Am I going crazy, dude? I'm just I'm actually just double checking my pre order here because I'm like, as I was telling you, did this, I order I'm like, Dusty? He's no, very well did dressed. I, get Serena? I mean, that's a really nice um, jersey he's wearing. I'm having like <laughs> cold flushes now. I'm like, crap! That's did like I actually see on like, the side? Like jersey cuffs going on there. And you're seeing it live on the podcast. Watch oh, Paul phew. lose Paul his mind. Okay, guys. Oh, yeah. So my bad. My bad. Um, I was it, uh, like, my brain got a bit baroness. fried there. It wasn't Serana. I made sure I had my Baroness in his tank. The Serana's not up for pre-order yet. Um, like for some reason, I thought I did, and I realized. The, the memory I have of something red and interesting is another thing that is available for pre-order now on BBTS. Yeah. Sorry. All right. I, I got a bit got like excited there. Comments I'd like to highlight. Uh, G7M9W, his Havelock doesn't look like it's actual cloth, which is a huge ball drop. Now, Paul, you, you messaged me on the subject. You thought that the mm. silhouette is a little bit too, too tight. Like you'd want it to flare out a little bit more. Hmm. Um, hmm. it's more realistic this way. Like the action figure, let's face it, uh, you know, at that scale, that felt is kind of like a blanket. So it would give it a bit more of a, a wider than realistic uh, appearance. So they've mm. leaned that down and made it fall like natural cloth would. Um, I always was a fan of mixed mediums on a toy, but maybe it doesn't call for the cloth. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. In the, in the case of, of G7, he's like, nah, give me the cloth. Give me the soft goods. 
And I get your point. That's absolutely right. But and I think we might to... still get it though. Really, I've still got okay. a. I've got a feeling we might get the the sort of soft goods have lock on Dusty. It's wonderful uh, to see that they've got the American flag and the name badge. Mm. That's that, I mean that's been a detail that we've had to kind of fill in with our minds since since. I'm day sure one. the snipers are very happy as well. <laughs> Hey man, you can't argue with that classic card art. Not that we're going to no. get classic card art with this re re release, unless they make a point of putting it on the new artwork, whatever that may be. But like, yeah, Dusty with that name badge, with the flag, with the G.I. Joe lapel, like those are beautiful details in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my thing mm -hmm. is, uh, uh, this is a figure that Sideshow, this is a character rather, that Sideshow... Um, thought was or thought was the right idea or was one of the right things to release so it's cool to finally see dusty and classified now because mm. if you remember back then i mean if you cast your mind back sideshow figures were quite a bit more expensive than gi joe's <laughs> so, yeah vagon's not mad about the chest cut at least there's a bit of web gear to to kind of hide it in this case uh there are far far bigger offenders than old dusty um and daniel mm. e says that the camera pattern looks too symmetrical i agree with that okay right mm. and i, I mean it is obviously a, the same thing <laughs> really it's mm. a quite a basic camera but dusty always did have a rather basic camera um they could do something far more detailed now far more realistic but that wouldn't be classic dusty right there yeah. was also concern that the goggle spacing, and this is courtesy of Dinah Davis, I remember seeing her comments on Full Force's live stream, that the goggles seem a little too tight, like a little too close together uh, to realistically be worn. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, I'm done. I, I agree with her on that. But I'm actually, you know, this, this yeah. is a digital render, and when they start getting them in hand and testing them out, assuming they haven't already, that will probably become apparent. Or also, so we you, hope. If you Hasbro, you do playtest this stuff, right? <laughs> so if you zoom out a little bit and you see the chest cut, it's super yeah. obvious. And that's mm -hmm. got, I think that's got a lot to do with the render. We're not, uh, the toys, the actual classified Joes. Okay, mind you, Barbecue is not a very good um, example of that because his uh, hey. stomach and stuff is covered. But that isn't that obvious. I, I think on Snake Eyes, it's fairly obvious. But the rest of the Joes, they've been kind of okay. And also, if you look at the back uh, by the Havelock, just above his shoulder, Dusty's right shoulder, our, our viewing left-hand side, um, there's a little bit of like cut out there. And I don't think that that's going to be there on the final toy either. I think that's going to be shaded out. So if you go, there we go. You'll see a little triangle shape there just above the web gear. Um, like it's white. It's a digital render. This isn't It's a the digital final render. Thing. So you're not going to... So it's possible you that you see the separation by the arms. I mean, oh, you can yeah. see the separation at the the leg articulation as well. This is why I think it's, this like digital render is incredible. Like, what we're actually seeing some gapping where the articulation points would be. Yeah, but like that might be, just that's obviously oh, not yeah. how the actual toy will be. That's just, no, but this uh, classified wait. figures do have a little bit of gapping there. They should do. Mm, it's not that obvious though. It's not that uh, look, mine is, and if I hold my viper up to the light. Um, I can't see through his legs, through his leg um, spacing. 
So, yeah. yeah. Dude, that is a, a, a very much, I don't want to say it's a typical CAD thing, but it's something I see a lot of the 3D modelers do uh, for when they do hard surface stuff to, <laughs> where they tend to play out the render with a little bit of a spacing so that it doesn't actually clash. We um, had Dusty's crotch on screen perhaps a little longer than I'm comfortable. <laughs> 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 All right, shall we move on from Mr. Rudat? I mean, Tadur. Do it, do it, do it. I'm going to do it. Uh, yeah. Am I sharing? Okay, cool. Boom. The CG. Oof, we knew it was coming. Uh, this is an example of a brutal chest cut, if you ask me. Yeah, yes. Um, sorry, I'm going to say this again. Uh, I love the CG and like who doesn't? It's one of the coolest things ever. Uh, often with classified figures, you'll hear me go, I really like this, but I'd like them to change this. Or I really like this, but I feel this could be better. You know, there's, there's usually a small but somewhere. Uh, I am 150% happy with the Crimson Guard. There's yeah. no, I look at this one shot and I can't think of anything or see anything that bugs me about its design, its proportions, nothing. I, I, I know that this is me and this is my opinion on it, but there's nothing wrong with the CG for me. Well, you might want to see a side profile on the helmets, but like hopefully, yeah. uh, it, you know, ju judging from how, how tight and, and actually human looking the mask is from the front, hopefully they've got a well-proportioned space for a nose, but not too much to make it look like a dog snout. I mean, like getting mm. the CG helmet right is very much a three-dimensional problem, puzzle. Um yeah, and it hasn't been done correctly in all iterations of this figure. I'm sure you will agree. So he's got a, what looks like a scabbard and a holster. Uh, imagine his classic kind of like sawn of shotgun will go in the holster. And the scabbard will have some kind of ornate knife. Yeah. The boots are correct as well. with That kind of like mm. high side that swoop to them. And, and they look the like buckle. the sideshow boots. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Yeah. They're very similar to the sideshow boots. I've actually got it in my lounge, the the sideshow CG. And An important I've got a CG point Viper was made about the crimson being the same color uh, used on the crimson god. Oh, the crimson twins, Tomex and Zemot. To which I say, absolutely, congratulations! Don't pat yourselves on the back too hard. That should have been always the case. But mm. here we go. Whoa, wild Gaz has appeared as well. We've got Gaz, we've got Bart, we've got Daniel. <laughs> we've got a lot of people here. Mm -hmm. All right. Any uh, further comments on the CG, gentlemen? It looks pretty good. It's, it's good for a classified figure. <laughs> good for a classified figure. But like, Rob, would you get this if you could get your hands on it? Or would you go out of your way to get one of these? No, I, I, I wouldn't go out of my way, no. It's spirit no. or nothing. That's it. It's, it's spirit, literally spirit or nothing. spirit. That's the only <laughs> one that I think I will I'll put money out for. And this is the only one that I'm going to almost um, uh, conclusively guess. No, no, no. Conclusively oh. guess his accessory loadout. Because that's another important thing that you don't get the benefit of with the digital renders. Sure, the figure looks impressive. And I'm pretty sure the physical thing will not look too different to what is shown here. But we don't get the benefit of seeing what the pack-ins are. And oftentimes, that's what's selling you a figure, like their interaction with their gear. With the CG, expect it to be very, very neat, very minimal. You're going to get his classic rifle and this, the, the aforementioned knife and, as I say, a little shotgun. 
and that's it like that's that's the cg that's all he's going to ever need so yeah that's my prediction no additional greeblies and little things python patrol i'm going to say this is the trooper because mm. it's got the magazine pouches which was the Cobra officer mold as repurposed <laughs> as a Cobra Trooper. Cujo doesn't so, like Cujo oh, doesn't yeah. lose. He's like, no, okay. it's an exclusive. Like, so so on we this. don't have to buy it. Well, <laughs> speak, dude. Cooj, talk to me, man. Unmute yourself. Have at it. Mm, this, this is probably the uh, crotchety 40 plus year old in me. But uh, I believe the first uh, African-American Cobra figure was created by, uh, oh boy, what, what was it? I'm forgetting his name right now. He's on the What's on Joe Minecast. Buzz Dixon? He was oh, a, Mark Webber. He was a named figure. What was it, Tombstone? Claymore. Right? Uh, Tombstone? Uh, yes. Very yes. nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan of Though, uh, hang on, hang on. Cobra soldiers. He might not be a character but uh, just this because guy. i know i know um and i do like look aesthetically diversity i get it but it does kind of you know miss the assignment of the original gi joe cartoon in which there were no people of color on the cobra team and i'll let you draw your own conclusions as to why but uh that's contrast wise it's a decent looking figure what say you gentlemen I want to speak to your point, Cooch. I think in the, the era of the cartoon, we were meant to always assign Cobra as the other, the bad guy, the terrorists to, to you know, to stop from ruling the world. Um, so it was important to put minorities in the good guy camp and, and keep Cobra this kind of, you know, very, very lily white, bad, evil organization to not kind of run into uh, racial stereotyping. But nowadays, we got perhaps more people interested in playing out as Cobra, that it's important to see representation there as well. Like, who among us see themselves more as an agent of Cobra than G.I. Joe these days? Like, there are a lot of kind of, I suppose, anti-hero sentiments and, and people who enjoy Cobra tech, Cobra uniforms, the Cobra aesthetic. You don't have to be a bad person to play Cobra. Uh... So I, I don't know. I, I'm going to say that it, the time has come for for all walks of life to be in both camps. Mm. I, I, I definitely I'll take that criticism. And I, uh, <laughs> I'm nitpicking. I am. Uh, I just think it's a, it's an important to pass that fact down that uh, the original. And, and while it might have been in the the original you know, brief, yeah. Well, I mean, as you say, while it might have been the original brief to keep. Cobra uh, whitewashed um, by the second no not the second season this was the, this was when uh, this is the traitor this was uh, Dusty's big story arc when he fought Claymore uh, Claymore was African American I believe I don't know he definitely had a, a cappuccino flesh tone in the cartoon mm. mm -hmm. he did he did that's a good looking figure no question uh, but but like, why Python time, Patrol now rather than, well, I mean, it's a store exclusive. trying to do another variant? Uh, yeah, it's it's to, to add a, 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 an opponent to Tiger Force. They've yeah, been matched up. I was say. To All foil right. for Tiger Force. Speaking of uh, Tiger Force, I'm really hoping I can get my hands on 
on Tiger Force Outback from the classified line. That is a figure that is nowhere available, nowhere to order. And I'm sure a lot of guys in the States are also kind of like, ooh. Paul likes this a... figure so much he's talking about a different figure. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. But like, I don't love the Python Patrol officer. It's not my jam. I know it's other people's jam, but it's just not my jam. I think the yeah. officer is less offensive, isn't he? All black with just the, the Pythonized I mean, cross hatching on his knees. That's I don't a know. Sexy I mean, figure. trooper, officer, like whatever we're looking at. That's money saved I... for me. Yeah. Doesn't he look like he's wearing like a, a Python rash vest? I don't know. Having something sort of skin tight of a light Lumo color just makes me think he looks like he's going surfing. Hmm. Hey. I'm I think now. he's going to the rave, but that's me. He's and I think we've like spoken about him body. long enough. Uh, yeah, we've given him way figure. too much screen time. Just wake. Whoa! There's like a whole bunch of toys from Classified that are missing there. What is <laughs> happening? What <laughs> is happening? Uh, as, well, truth be told, this is the order the photographs are saved on Full Force's Facebook page. Right. Just absolutely parroting. Okay. So, <laughs> shout outs to Chris once again. Thank you for the pics and doing all the hard work. It only made sense that his hard work see a bit of extra mileage. But here we have the Super 7 Next Wave. Um, anyone got anything they want to say on this? Uh, they've gone very, uh, uh, like, lead character heavy in this wave. None of their usual frivolous picks. We've got heavy hitters like Firefly, Baroness, Cobra Commander with the, the mirror face, uh, a ninja Snake Eyes, even though they call him Commando on the packaging. We all know this is Snake Eyes version 2. No timber, uh, flint and roadblock, all very sunbow. Firefly has this kind of blue notes instead of gray. Which I do. Baroness like. is in her her black leather classic eighty four look. Flint has a what would you call it? A green shirt, a light olive uh, instead of the black action figure shirt. And yeah, roadblock is as animation accurate as you're likely to get with a five poa mannequin. Yeah. Firefly looks cool. For the yeah, I actually really like that blue firefly. It's really awesome. And looking at the grayish baroness and the packaging takes me back to my yes. childhood. In the sense of, you know, like how figures that are black on screen, like clad in black clothing, are often released mm. as dark gray figures. Um so that just oh, kind of right. brings back a bit of nostalgia. Yeah. I mean these are digital renders, but absolutely she seems like she's not jet jet black they've mm. picked a gray gray palette ah okay i've not heard that opinion before but I, th I think you're right snake eyes looks bluish and, and so does firefly very much to match their but i love that for blue uh, for firefly actually I, I i find him to be a more interesting looking figure with a light blue to him than the than the just the plain gray I know that's fighting wrong. words, Kujo, but... The grey... Isn't the grey... Uh, the grey would be cartoon accurate. The blue looks more like um, several of his early comic book appearances. I think it's... Yeah, actually, now that you mention it, that's actually quite true. I wonder that what... issue where mm. they're... Like him and Cobra Commander are fending Zartan's cabin off from the Joes in the Mobat. Uh, and they've got, like, not bats but certainly a, a, an android of some sort. Like Zartan had these robots secreted in the swamp. You know the one I'm talking about. Mm. But yeah, I think Firefly had like a blue coloring in that issue. Yeah, that's true. That's... 
I'm trying to think now. Oh, I'll I'll catch him again on an episode of the cartoon and I'll check it out because in my mind's eye, I'm sort of seeing him as very blue gray. In my, you know, in the cartoon. So I need to double check that. Oh, Robbie, Kyle's got your back. Still no scoop love. <laughs> love. <laughs> yeah, no, we've we've been talking about that. There's still no scoops in the classified line. Uh, I like this comment. They will do a scoop next year. Maybe an entire lineup of them. You never know. Yeah. A scoop for all seasons. Exactly. <laughs> as it were. That'd be so cool. I love this comment uh, from G7M9W. I have zero interest in three, three, seven, uh, three, three quarter inch figures with substandard articulation. But I must say that the Super 7 stuff looks amazing. They're doing, they're doing great work. I agree with you. They definitely are doing great work. Doesn't mean I have to give them my money. But I, I got to say, I think they are doing something very cool there. You know, and we've spoken and, about uh, it on the show before the untapped mm. potential that Super 7 have in terms of the vehicle selection is there. Uh, they gave us a dog sled. What else do they have an, up their sleeve? I mean, surely they've got big plans. Um, Mr. Flynn from Super 7 always bangs on about how big their plans are. Let's see some things. Uh, for instance, <laughs> Mark van Leeuwen, Super 7, give us a blonde cover girl with a Wolverine. I'm going to add it, yes, damn please. it, that you didn't add, but I'm going to add it. It feels implied. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, that, that would definitely stretch the the limitations that I've placed on their line in my mind. I mean, a dog sled is a fairly basic and small scale thing. Um, a Wolverine would be impressive, but hey, shoot for the stars, guys. Why the hell not? Let's hey, move just, along uh, before we, from the fire. I was going to say, yeah. just before we move along, I got to oh, yeah? I got to mention this comment from LA November 2019. Wonder if they've addressed the squashed nose on Baroness, the blister rubs against the nose on the current version. <gasps> Hmm. Well, this Baroness certainly has a smaller head, so that might be an indication. <laughs> I think it's a digital render. I think it's too difficult to say, but um, look, that is something. Would be look. I mean, Cobra Commander's bonds is about as big as it always was, but Baroness <laughs> definitely shrunken down from. And I, forgive me, I did actually just delete the picture from our our uh, our stuff, so I don't have it here to hand anymore. I don't think. Yeah, I, I had a, a side by side with Baroness and her Eddie Four figure, uh, but not anymore. Anyways, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that that you got paint rub issues. That sucks, particularly when you're shelling out close to twenty US for one of these figures. No bueno, baby. Uh, and then we have Mission Critical by Renegade Studio. Target Studios. exclusive. <laughs> oh. oh, you mean the box? The box next to him. Okay. You want to buy this guy? It's a it's a miniatures game. I don't know. It's a very realistic looking toy. Sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm very impressed with his full head of uh, beautiful salts and pepper hair. I mean, yeah, this guy is. He's got it going on, man. He's got great hair game. Uh, but yes, they spoke about Mission Critical, which is a board game. Um, with play, played with miniatures, and they showed us a couple of miniatures, and I do have a a tasty selection for us um, of the close ups. We had Duke looking very classified, serious, inspired with his boot armor and the, the matrix of leadership on his lapel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had Snake Eyes also. Uh, I can't quite tell, but yeah, it does look classified style in some ways. Obviously, in um, the uh, version two as well. Oh, yes. Very good. Yeah. Pfizer. Cobra Commander, absolutely classified, inspired. 
And then they showed us a little bit of a tease. So they're going to perhaps get a cover girl. Hmm. Hmm. So, I mean, obviously, Courtney Krieger is going to make an appearance in classified style. But this is just a further, further evidence that she's imminent. Hmm. So I'm standing, is this not the um, same company that's there. doing the role-playing game? Correct. Renegade Studios. This is perhaps my, my kind of speed when it comes to gaming. Like it's less yeah. involved in a role player. You sit down and play. It's fifty yeah. to seventy minutes length, and it's cooperative. So you and you your pals this, yeah. take up a GI Joe character each and do battle against Cobra with an increasing level of of threat. Um, starting out with you know maybe some some foot soldiers, and then the Baroness, and then the ultimate big bad Cobra Commander shows up and tears you a new one. Uh, Rob, you sometimes played cooperative games as well. You took the foot off the gas from the, the heavy role-playing and you guys had some fun, didn't you? Yeah, no, we you did tons of board games. This looks like it could be a lot of fun. Mm. We just have to physically be in the same location so we can all play it together. <laughs> mm. 2032. In reference to CoverGirl, her pants aren't tight enough. Ha, ha, ha. Where did I put that picture? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I think this is some uh, Image Comics or Devil's Due publishing. No, that's John Royal, dude. Oh, oh good old Johnny Royal. Mm. Oh, he knows his audience, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, that abstract is, is so defined. Those pants are sprayed on. My God. Okay. Make it, make it go away, Stephen. Ah, I'm driving. I'm so slow. Anyways, boom. Uh, anything else anyone wants to talk about with regards to Renegade Game Studios' various efforts? Just that it's cool that they're doing it, man. Um, yeah, and we're cool. getting it's a lot of us. different GI yeah, Joe things. We're definitely the, your sport for choice when you want, you know, how you want your snake eyes. Do you want him six inches? Do you want him as a tiny little uh, figure you can paint? Do you want him as an O-ring? As a card? Do you want him as a higher toy? Do you want him as a card? If you want him as a, as, a, as a cool like ninja dude with four arms, Japanese will give you one of those. Do you, you want guys? him for sub an hour or do you want him for, you know, three days? Life. Uh, <laughs> all I can say to Darren Cobb's comments about only 50 to 70 minutes, Steve, where's the fun in that, is what can I say? I'm all about coming and going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to take a long time. Oh, jeez. That <laughs> reference is, is way out of date. But, okay. Got moving to, on then, Got James. stuff to do. Anyway. That reference killed Kuja. <laughs> no, he was just like, too much. Like, and like, it away. All right. All right. All right. We move on. Goodbye, Mr. Renegade Game Studios. Bye. Oh, but do you check out what he's got in his mantelpiece? Yeah, he's got those... Um, uh figures from what you call it uh three zero yeah oh my word yeah i i mean i've seen them demoed on 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 the youtube channels before and like because it's basically like seamless you don't see an articulation points on storm shadows exposed arms it's like a kind mm. of a what is it like a silicon or rubber it's like a rubbery yeah. silicon vibe yeah Skin. well it does interfere with the the articulation you can't well I'm never going to say never because I'm does. sure someone will 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 manage to get it right online. But he won't hold a Bowman pose. Like you can't have him drawing his tantalizingly accurate string. You know what? I cancelled my pre-order for one of those because I went dainty. No, I don't mind 
them being delicate toys. Um, I went to a friend of mine's place and he has an Ed 209 from Robocop. He's okay. also got, um, I, I want to say it's a Batman, the Michael Keaton style Batman from Hot Toys. And that rubber that they use for them is cracked and it pulls oh. apart. And I'm like, no, I don't want to buy a toy that's a time bomb. Jeez, so all right. Well, I, you I heard it here, my... folks. Yeah, sorry, man. And I, I, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but in our climate here in South Africa, it will eat that rubber alive. Yeah, listen, Mission Critical and all those role-playing games and card games, I think they're going to be great for us uh, for the show. I think we can do some interesting stuff um, with them. I think we could definitely add our own little rules in here and there and, and make it fun for our listeners and get our listeners involved uh, with something like that. So I think it's a good thing. It's a positive. Also, you know, role-playing is a big thing at the moment, or RPG gaming, tabletop RPG gaming, tabletop board gaming. It's big stuff at the moment, you know? So Yeah, and in my opinion, this allows me ammunition to basically uh, throw away the, the game pieces and use actual action figures and throw away the game board and use the world. Go into the garden yeah. and play mission, <laughs> play mission critical for real. <laughs> Save yourself the money. Yay, toys! Tiger Force Recondo. Guys, I didn't think I'd ever be this excited about Recondo. Like he's a great what? character. He's a great character, and he's a cool Tiger Force figure. Um, and then, and I mean, I I dig him. I dig my Tiger Force Recondo. Um, but. Yeah, him being released as a classified, I didn't think I'd be this excited about him. And I am. I think it's cool. Look at that face sculpt, man. Like, look at that. That's brilliant. <laughs> I'm so glad they gave it kind of an asymmetry. He's definitely got a smirk to him. Like, hmm. Yeah, man. It's, it's cool. And it's accurate to the figure that came with the tiger fly, except no tiger fly. <laughs> mm. Where's my damn helicopter? Uh... No, this is close-up shots for Kondo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I mean, we we spoke about it a little bit earlier with the way we used to play Transformers and GI Joe. Like you'd have your zoomed out battles with the vehicles and Transformers, and then you'd have your super focused stuff with the action figures. I'm gonna quickly get in my car. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> but uh, it remains to be seen what his gear is. Presumably, he comes with some heavy duty machete. Which yeah. will go in that sheath on the side. Oh yeah, the sheath's huge. And a big gun. I hope he Looks comes good. with a big gun. I think, yeah, this... the regular version will look amazing too. Yeah, 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 no doubt. Bazooka is also included in that Tiger Force rollout with a distressed t-shirt. This is the first time we're getting Bazooka in Classified. Um, and it's another example of selling us the, the alternate first, making sure we buy two figures. Um, but once again... The head sculpt game is knocking it out of the park. The helmet looks removable enough. And oh, uh, speculation. Do, do you think the the hat is removable on Recondo? I hope so. It, it might be like a Lady J situation where you can take off the hat and give him some hair. Probably comes with <laughs> Hey, but it works know, really it's... well on Lady J. So. Yes, and hair will always be compromised if it has to live under a hat. Trust Especially me. I know. <laughs> I think also but something yeah. that people have pointed out with this with the um with this figure is that the, the chest joint is different. Mm. It's a new um chest joint that they've used on I think one of the other new figures too. 
Okay. Yes. It's it very just, it's, it's, it's not that kind of like weird shape. Tea. Mm. Yeah. It's more like a roly. I wonder who else does a, a an upper torso shape like that in action figures. Who may have asked <laughs> about it the other day. Uh, no, don't be coy, of... Paul. No, I'm just saying there's a lot of uh, inspiration being taken from from Action Force stuff, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Um, no, credit where credit's yeah. due. Uh, the Action Force buck has done a lot of things right that uh, Hasbro will, will flagrantly claim as their own. <laughs> but, hey, whatever. As long as we get cool toys and the articulation isn't an eyesore power to the consumer. I have one major issue with this um, bazooka. I feel like they've once again missed out an op on an opportunity to give him a cool tiger-striped helmet like Roadblocks. Yeah, I'm just saying. That, that's like the only thing that I can think of. But Darren, like, said, I uh, Darren said, sorry, Paul, no fishing gear for Zuka. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, it's okay. It's okay. I'm sure, I'm sure um, you know, Gridiron will come up with something for me. <laughs> you know, they'll come up with the uh, the, the bazooka fish, fishing, the, the fishing kit. agent, <laughs> uh, island agent set for me. They'll, they'll come up with it. You guys... You guys are just like, you're knocking down that idea and then it's going to be a really great TV series and then you're going to remember that I mentioned this idea. You're going to be like, damn. <laughs> yeah, is that no, Bazooka? Or is that Tom Selleck? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? No, but exactly. That's what I'm getting at. It works so well. It's so cool. Look, I will say this I much about like the, the helmet being a tiger stripe or not. Like That kind of is Tiger Force Roadblocks thing. If everyone yeah. was running around with them, kind of dilute how special it is on Roadblock. Like That's that, true. that is the the cherry on top. That makes the figure. This ridiculous yeah, that... bloody pimp helmet. So yeah, like, I, I, I think I, it's I stand sentient with this design. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he actually skinned a tiger for it? No, I think <laughs> it'd be so cool if the helmet was like sentient. Like if it like said stuff to him, you know, like. You know, oh, like Rock Trooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be great. Nice. Cool. All right. And also the smoke. Yeah. Head sculpt game on point. I feel so hood when I say that. I'm not really I'm not really cool at all, but I'll use so these, these catchphrases. So yeah, very Chad. <laughs> yeah. Play that funky It's a green ninja. Boy. And what's the next figure? Is my response. <laughs> Rob? Shut your face, Paul. I love Green Power Ranger. I love Green Power Ranger. I don't like the knockoff. I don't love the knockoff. Kamakura was was a significant addition that Devil's Dew brought into the mix. And he's had ripples that have spanned multiple iterations of Joe. Uh, Sigma 6, for instance, they stuck with Kamakura even though they had plenty of ninjas. They didn't have Jinx and Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. It's like, okay, let's add another guy to our already like quite tight unit. Um, but he comes with the Sean Collins head. I think that's perhaps what makes this figure quite spectacular. Do you guys think, don't you guys think he looks a bit like that dude from that Heroes TV series? Uh, yes, um, yeah. Peter uh, something. Peter. Peter, Peter Petrelli. Petrelli. Yeah. yeah. With kind of 
<laughs> with the slight more slightly more red tones to his hair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, sure. Milo Ventimiglia. That's well, the name of the actor. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, but there's a resemblance there. Son. Sorry. No, good. He he had. Uh, look, I, I just think that this speaks to how, how the classified series can still surprise us. Like, who knew they were going to pull something out of that era of GI Joe? Yeah, like why does he get an extra head fall? sculpt? <laughs> Sorry. Um, because the head's it kind just of came important to, mind. to him to just to, to set him up as something more than just a green-clad ninja dude. Because otherwise, he I does run the risk head. of being very generic. He's like, yeah, no, yeah that is true. Slicing dice precursor. Yeah, so you're saying that just being a green ninja makes him, puts him at risk of being quite generic. In the eyes of people that don't know who the hell this is, at least giving him a head sculpt like gives them a few more options in terms of how to characterize him. Hmm. Otherwise, he's just like red ninja, but in green. This is like the G.I. <laughs> oh, Joe okay. ninja cannon fodder. I don't know, I'm, I'm spitballing here. I'm not sure. This is the first time I've thought about that. Rob... As as Kamakura got any chance of knocking Spirit off the um, pedestal? Nice, he's you? pretty basic. He's pretty basic. I think some people actually also pointed out it's surprising that they did Kamakura before Jinx. And Dawn. Yeah. And Dawn and as well. Slice and Dice. And slice and Dice. And a bunch of other thought. characters. It's it's weird. Mm. But it's and, if, um, if it gets Steven buying classifieds, why not? So uh, Steve, you gonna, are you going to be the one to rock a Kamakura? <laughs> Look, I didn't, I didn't like Kamakura in you know when he was still new, a new character. So I'm not about to jump on the Kamakura bandwagon now. But I applaud the diver- what, the the decision to make him in the first place. It's like, all right, this is this is this is a very eclectic character selection. Yeah, but this is the, 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 the this is the team who who gave you an alley viper before they gave you a crimson god. So like all bets are off. But from the guys, Lenny is my age. So who bought you an alley viper? That kind of tells you before how. The cr- god. <laughs> Sorry. I think you muted on your end, Kujo. So not your mic, but something else is muted. You're talking, but we can't hear you. Just so you know. Oh. Technical difficulties. Um, uh, we love them, don't we? All right, well, now let's I move along from, from Tom. Now I can hear you. I mean, what do you have to say about Kamakura quickly before Steven runs away? I do, oh, go back to Kamakura for one go second. Back. Well, first of all, this is the first... Uh, there's a couple of declassifieds that have caught my attention. He's a little underdesigned. He does need some more details. But I will say that, uh, and cheers to Josh uh, at Devil's Due... Um, they did, they did do a deep cut, and I think one last criticism of the, of the Hasbro line right now, they're not pushing the brand forward. They're just in spin cycle. They're doing the same thing over and over. So I do salute this this pick. Uh, I do think Jinx would have been a nicer fit here. but mm-hmm. yeah. They did uh, mention that Kamakura comes with some lovely accessories. I, I seem to recall that being a, a selling point. Like They obviously couldn't reveal anything, but that perhaps what this figure lacks in sort of like eye-popping appeal, 
he'll make mm. up for an accessory counts and new martial arts inspired accessories. So that that could okay. be very exciting. It could be a case. So it's of an accessory pack with a ninja. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, basically. I'm down with uh, that. that. But I know you intrigues me. Definitely down with mind bender. Mind bender. <laughs> so cool. I think this is great. Go Hasbro for being bold on this one. Like they didn't redesign and they didn't give him like a jersey or a polo neck. They were just like, let's make Took him, him from like the this. original version and just put him out. I think he's yep. great. Like the Crimson they, God, I can't fault this dude. They even I'm the didn't wrong get person. creative with the cape. Uh, because, you know, the way capes were done in the old action figure line was they were a flat piece of fabric that had two little armhole cutouts. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of basically blanket the figure, wrap the figure up in a blanket of cape. Um, it just made which... the, 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 the O-ring figure bigger, basically. It like... <laughs> <laughs> well, it, 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 it didn't function like a cape would. A cape would go around the, the neck, right? Mm. Or, around, or over the shoulders, basically. Uh, but this, they've stayed true to the action figure in, instead of um, staying true to what capes would normally be like. Uh, and it's, it's, it's fun. The monocle is something they made a song and dance about. The fact that it actually magnifies the eye slightly. You can see it in the digital render as well. So it must yeah. have a kind of a, a convexness to the, the lens. That's creepy. Crazy. Or oh, no, it would be concave to give it magnification. It makes it biggie. <laughs> it make a bigger one. Uh, a guy here called Kyle A. Uh, I swear I saw Mindbender at the Cape Town Pride Festival. You know, <laughs> that's part of yeah. what gives Mindbender his charm. He does have a bit of that going for him. And it was my it was my cosplay. The <laughs> <laughs> you, you were like, uh, nice. Yeah, Pride baby. <laughs> yeah, no, Mindbender is just such a cool villain, and he's so eccentric and creepy for being what he is like and it's just a whole package and the whole like snm vibe to him is also a little bit upsetting in, <laughs> in an interesting way and i actually thought they would completely redesign this dude i was expecting i was expecting lots more flash uh let's put it that way and when i saw oh. him as he is i was like fantastic you kept him what, the same way you kept him camp is he not you know flashy I mean? enough with his nipples chafing against those metal straps well, I mean, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's well, there's I mean, no it's... safe word when you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough said. Did anyone else catch the um, hint that this would be a more deluxe presentation? What could that mean? Ooh, 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 maybe, maybe he comes with a seat, Rob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Something to, yeah, like extra accessories, maybe. Maybe or yeah. yeah, like a seat or something. Like he'll be like like with Baroness came with the bike. Um, what's his name? Breaker came with the bike. Maybe he'll come with something. Yeah, there, Brainwave scanner maybe. Yeah, not a unicycle though, like with missile firing action. <laughs> Wheelchair. <laughs> like, you can actually Grenades. imagine somebody like Mindbender ro rocking a unicycle. Actually, it makes and sense. juggling juggling hand grenades. Eyebrow <laughs> <laughs> trimmer. But isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I like Eyebrow trimmer. Yeah, man. He's, he's that pretty unruly hair. That's some incredible eyebrow manicuring and sculpting. Do you suppose he actually uses a kind of an oil for that? To get those I, point, those I hope right? so. 
I hope so. If that had, if that acts, if that happens to him accidentally, it puts the rest of us to shame. You know. Mm, we got some suggestions. Mm. Hopefully, he comes with DNA accessories. Mm. nucleic acid, the building blocks of <laughs> creation, or whatever he says. Oh uh, uh, yeah, great. Do you great guys think stuff. they'll do the? Do you think they'll do the the brainwave scanner inside in a kind of a dental chair kind of fashion? Like it'll be like a really cool <laughs> diorama piece. I think it would be awesome if they did that. Yeah. Oh, there we go, Carl. Hey. <laughs> well played. Oh uh, yes. Photo Viper, Bunsen burner, and beakers. Yeah, basically. Bunsen give burner. him give him accessories to make the the dial of an evil scientist's laboratory. That that would be great. It would be a shame if if he came with like a, a, a flight pod or something. Like if that's their big push, like. Dr. Mindbender can sell on his own. Like, give the flight pod yeah. to... Uh, Televiper. Tele, Televiper, yeah. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of other small vehicles that Mindbender would be synonymous with. A fang. But that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's getting big. <laughs> a lab coat, maybe. Yeah, maybe that would be a good accessory considering how much flesh he's, he's, he's showing. But uh, let's uh, move right along, gents. We still have plenty to go. All the stuff. All the, All the things. Boom. Boom. Stalker. Hoo-hoo. It's um, really good. It's really good, but man, I don't know. The way they photographed him makes his eyes look This really photograph sucks. I'm just going <laughs> to say that right now. I'm putting that right out there. <laughs> there are better just, photographs it's... of this figure. So Yeah. Yeah. It seems that the, the his pulverizer is completely modular. There's like a, a shroud that can go over much of the barrel, and there's a, a silencer that he can take off the pistol and put on the, the 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 pulverizer. And there's obviously a stock that you can add as well. All these parts are separate in the blister. But let's move this, on to this. Just be regular stalker, or is this nightfall stalker? Ah, uh, good point. No, this is regular stalker. They seem to have gone with this like almost ashen gray, uh, green. It reminds me of uh, those earlier um, modern era snake eyes. In fact, there was a stalker. That's kind of like the body that they built off off those snake eyes, wasn't it? Mm, The first stalker was, yeah. Shared the same body, but a later stalker, I think Pursuit of Cobra Stalker, Paul, with the dreadlocks, he also had this kind of very deep green yeah like a gray uh, green yeah which is a mm. sensible choice for a modern presentation of stalker but perhaps not one that is making our nostalgia bells tingle like like obviously like mind bender this is this is kind of like call of duty izing stalker if that makes any sense mm. it's a, it's a safe modern era action figure uh, army action figure presentation that's where I'm trying to go with that. Uh, here we see the package shot with the, the loose awesome figure side by art. side. The magazine box, or sorry, the bullet box for his his machine gun uh, is stored on the, the figure's thigh, which is interesting. Uh, I don't know if that happens in real life. I mean, it seems like a bit of an unwieldy thing to put on your thigh, but whatever, man, who's to say? It's nice I think that this he can store one... all his stuff, basically. I think this is one of those classified Joes that 
you know, a lot of people might look at it here and go, whoa. And when they see it in hand, they're going to be uh, quite pleasantly surprised. Uh, I kind of had that effect with Flint and Lady J. Uh, and, you know, earlier comments, I wasn't negative towards them, but I, I didn't think that they were the best they could have been. And having them in hand, I'm like, oh my word, Flint's head sculpt is incredible. And Lady J is just incredible for me anyway. And um, I've got a feeling this uh, this guy might be the same kind of vibe. I think when you have him in hand, it'll make a lot more sense. Because uh, it does feel like a big modern era figure to me, at least. So just trust Diageo, trust Hasbro, buy the figure, and, and you'll be happy once you earn it. No, I think, you know, a lot of guys will have the benefit of seeing this in stores in the States. So, you know, I think that will... Oh, I, right, I, right. I, I think maybe just keep the money aside. You know, you might maybe you're not thinking of grabbing Stalker, and then you see him in, in Walmart or whatever, and you're like, oh my word, this is actually really great. I wish I had like, you know, $23 or whatever it is for a G.I. Joe, you know? Looks like we're eating noodles this week. You know, I should have listened to Paul. Said no one ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, All right. <laughs> Stalky stalk. They They've did taken take some a huge... very tasty dio shots of him, though. There we go. That makes me go, yeah, I want this. You can hear the police sirens and stuff, you know. And yeah. the, the fanfare of like aggressive. a marching horde in the background. And him sneaking. Sorry. Well, they had some great setups with multiple Cobra Vipers uh, and a big old gunfight happening. Go. But uh, this is some tasty stuff happening here. We've got the Crimson Twins pictured with Cobra Commander and Stalker's about to lay the pain. And oh, man, you could take out a big swath of Cobra leadership with one burst. But yeah. Probably isn't going to go He's that like, way. He's like, yeah, sucker, I broke your goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I can't yeah. take credit for that. Your goggles broke themselves. <laughs> You're referring to the dead viper on the floor. <laughs> dead viper, yeah. Look, it's an impressive set. Um, mm. Definitely some 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 time, effort, and money went into building basically a, a city street complete with buildings and broken down walls, wiring going everywhere. This is so cool. I love this. It's like Stalker gets his snake eyes moment. He's rappelling down for building using what looks like like just cabling. No, earphone cables. Um, uh, <laughs> exactly. That ain't a rope. Jeez, you're going to trust your life to that, Stalker? All right. I would, if it was that scale. <laughs> Guys, enough. I just want to mention, this diorama, um, they showed it a bit in the live stream. Yeah. Um, and it was very cool to see how big it is actually in the live stream. And the dude has presenting to be it. Six inch figures, man. Yeah, but I mean, they could have just made it like walled in, but it's actually quite an expansive set. They've, they've really built it um, up quite a bit. And the dude that presents it all, um, like, I think he's just a really cool guy. Like, he's got this real, like, he's just such a, like, geek to me i just feel like he's more like of a geek than everybody else in that presentation he's like he's really into the toys you can see he's like really he digs it he he's i think he was involved in building this diorama and stuff and i think he may have been involved in designing some of these figures actually but he he's like he's having his best life right now i just wanted to mention that i thought that was pretty cool so yeah man i don't have a picture of it but stalker posed kind of vaulting off the back of a viper while got you know knifing him in the, the, the upper chest 
and then shooting the other viper that, that that took some crazy balance game i'd say for my money a little too fiddly for its own good but impressive impressive it's an impressive mm. pose just like not one that i would kind of realistically make you feel my like take. do you feel like hasbro is like up the ambit a little bit on their whole approach to gi joe do you feel like ever since the sky striker got funded all of a sudden that live stream the presentation of that live stream has changed in, in, entirely it's gone from like we're talking about gi joe to like this big table and now they have pre-recorded sessions and have all kinds of stuff and now they've got, they have this amazing photography and everything it feels like they really are putting their weight behind gi joe it's cool to see it's exciting to see you know well i i checked out on instagram like a picture of lenny panzika with like a massive palette like a you know sort of a, a trolley of gi joe boxes and like a defiant mm. still in its in its in its brown box sleeve stuff like that that they have imported in to put on the set and uh, it blows my mind man like that stuff was still out there uh, like in mm. hasbro's wow, they probably got a lot awesome. of stuff like that in archive uh, I mean, I've I've heard of that, and I've seen pictures of that on that Toys That Made Us documentary. That I'm not I'm not talking about Hasbro, but other toys companies do have archives and stuff. I feel like there's one figure. It took me a while to, to determine that they weren't with a with a with a like using a green screen because mm. they were so like the footage of the 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 people was like the the background was super sharp all the time and in focus and. Mm. Uh, sometimes the footage of the actual speakers the panel was was less than sharp so i was like mm. hmm, that background isn't changing at all um anyways that that's neither here nor there another observation that's neither here like nor there one. is for whatever reason uh, they had the the desert fox and the arctic blast and the arctic blast was referenced in the damn rap and I know Arctic Blast is a fun sounding name and everything, but like that's getting a push, which is interesting. Such an obscure like vehicle. Powerade flavor. Did you or notice that they flavor. stripped all the weapons Arctic and missiles Blast. off the Arctic Blast and the Desert Fox that were in the set? The Desert I Fox didn't have its missiles or its gun. And the Arctic Blast, they went as far as to even remove the 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 rotary barrel cannons in the front the the gatling guns i think they just bought them at a at a at a, a yard sale okay but, but it's yeah. just it's curious to me that they didn't include any of their like specifically weapon parts structurally the vehicles are complete but they didn't have the turrets or it's not yeah as i say neither here nor there but just something that struck me that uniformly i wasn't seeing any actual guns in the set Hmm. Mm. Yeah, now that you mention it, that is very interesting. Well, let's put it this way. There's a lot more effort. There's lighting in the, that shot. There's like interesting lighting and there's moody stuff going on there. And then there's all the other good thingies. But there's one or two more toys. There's one more toy after Stalker, I think. With the huge focus on Stalker, I, I feel like this is the one Steven's going to get. I mean, he had like a hundred pictures of Stalker compared to every other one where there's like one picture. No, no, once again, the third third time on this show, I'm going to credit Chris McCloud. These are all the images that he pulled. Ah, I would have shamelessly okay, just, so Chris just pulled is a them huge from him. Fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think I think they just went to town with, with setting Stalker up in that dio. And so they showed mm. off multiple shots. But you will see some dio shots of these boys 
we're gonna get into the twins, man. This would be Tomax, the unscored brother with the smirking head. We see them in package with their uh, MP5s, silencers, two knives each, those kind of curlew, I don't know, what. not curlew, what's the word? You know, Paul. Very wavy the, blades. Yeah, it's like a thermerge, but what's the other one? Um, anyway, they're, they're double-wielding knives. They've got two knife sheaths, so that, that explains that. I think it's cool that they got two knives. They're like, we're the knife guys. Where's that <laughs> and I from? think I said to you offline, Paul, immediately, I asked, like, what gear do they come with? Because if they've got packaging shots, we now know what they're coming with. And you're like, yeah, it's pretty light. I mean, the, the, the Crimson Guard commanders never came with heavy amounts of gear, but they did come with that skyhook, which tells me that they're holding that in reserve for the two-pack, the inevitable vintage card or vintage box style two-pack hold me brother we're going rebelling (laughs) zip lining (laughs) i do have some thoughts on these these guys Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, this would have been a great place for a redesign because even the original figures i don't know where's the where's the briefcase you already have the briefcase with money i think you need that again with these figures don't you or at least some kind of implied uh purpose that they do i don't know i'm just not feeling the uh old design on this one i suppose you're including something that would speak more to who they are rather than just kind of like twin uh troops i mean they almost seem mm-hmm. like general troops rather than um guys who actually have more to them than than the attacking that they appear to be doing with all those knives mm-hmm. <laughs> i think it's very cheeky oh, yes, not to right. come with more accessories yeah, firstly, you've got the reusing the same tooling. I mean, okay, mind you, they've had to inverse the tooling for the torso. Yeah, but still. Okay. Yeah, just um, the secondaries are different, right? Yeah, they they, so they actually make they're saving on their tooling because they're using it twice or using one set of tools for two figures, which is great. Then on the other side, you have to buy both of them. So you you know, so Hasbro's making profit off you buying them twice. And then I've also read somewhere that they want to put them in different stores. So they want to put... <gasps> no, as, Paul. That I, saw that, I saw that comment not to Jack Gary. No, was like, no, The funniest no. picture he saw was Tomix is a Walmart exclusive. So yeah, no, target. I saw that. But that's <laughs> that because... That is a meme. <laughs> yeah, but Hasbro wants to do like a whole um, uh, scavenger hunt thing. So that's how they want to distribute the toys. So apparently that's the model. So... You're gonna. I'm. I suspect you're gonna find like Zaymot and Tomax are gonna crowd certain states or certain I bet towns. It's real. It's, it's totally and then real. T- uh, Tomax is or Z- uh, Tomax is gonna be in another town because of the way they're gonna distribute it. This is gonna be a cluster F for Hasbro, I think. Ooh, <clears throat> shots fired. Plus, okay. Yeah, you know, I think the toys are great. I love Zaymot and Tomax, but I'm just. They've made it hard to get, and also it feels like you have to buy it twice. You know you don't you're not scoring it's not like oh wow if i get this figure and i get this figure i get awarded for buying them both you're just like i'm broker and i have two of the same toys i don't know and then i'll have to get the inevitable two-pack because i love the packaging so much hey it's the first time i've noticed that the shoulder pauldron is attached to the sash oh wow even cheaper tooling even cheaper Hmm. 
Well, I mean, well, as as a lot of people have pointed out, and Bart even succinctly says, why are these single carded? Like, who's just getting one of them? Yeah, <laughs> who's just gonna buy Tomex? You know, he's, I, I only want Tomex. He's my favorite twin. He's my he, favorite twin. I really love the way he the says, other. "Them." <laughs> oh, guys, it's money, baby. It's all yeah. Money. And of course, I mean that. Then then they like doubled up on all these photo shoots that they did. Well, I do so like the cool fact that they have the, them together because then you the could have actually had in this uh, this interior. Um, yeah, it's a nice change. I saw your mm. comment, Ryan. Thanks, dude. Um, uh, I don't. They photograph very well. That, that's actually a cool thing. Like, guys, don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't like these. I like them. It's just that. As somebody, you know, like not being in the States, and I know in the States it's already a butthurt to do it. Now times that by five here in South Africa where I have to like, I have to get them both. I can't just get one of them. Um, and I have actually pre-ordered these on BBTS. And I know when I send them to myself, it's going to be like, I have to get these two. <laughs> you know, that's money I could have used for sp spirit. <laughs> you know, now I have to buy Zaymont. <laughs> Rob understands. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some O-rings. Hey, the officer and trooper two-pack pictures are replete and interesting. I mean, they are definitely embracing this like box with extras approach. I suppose they need to justify the added cost. I mean, it's it's essentially a twenty-dollar figure, and it's a vintage O-ring. Uh, thoughts on that, gentlemen? Who is Very excited about... Very basic-looking vintage O-rings. Ah, uh, you don't like the, the original team, hey, Rob? Well, I, I I don't know. Like, if you're going to redo figures, redo, like, slightly more detailed ones. I mean, I understand doing these ones, you kind of have to get through them to get to other characters because they're kind mm. of like um, uh, troop builders, I suppose. And also, you're building up the general... Uh, you're rebuilding the base of o-ring again if you are doing these lines but it, yeah. you know give me give me give me other characters i don't know i think devil's advocate there is i think a lot of guys are very excited at the uh, at the prospect of getting troop builders i'm sure they are you know um irrespective of if the, uh, irrespective of the fact that they're 20 dollars each essentially that's 40 dollars for a pack that's still cheaper than one of these by the way um uh one of the still with us ones. paul yeah, should be. Oh, am I frozen? Hello. I can hear him. Cool. Sweet. Well, then You're I'm just going to keep talking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My turn for a technical uh, glitch. Continue. No, I was just going to say, I think a lot of the troop builders are very happy about these. Um, a $40 pack, or it's basically it's a $49 pack for, for the two, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that's still cheaper than buying one of these guys vintage. Okay, it's marginally cheaper than buying one of them. It depends where you who you get it from. Um, so there is that one. Um, hey, it's yeah. still cheaper than the original, says GI Gary, and I absolutely I agree with you, man. Like, and certainly yeah. these army builders are becoming absurdly priced now. So yes, mm. um, a, a troop builder two pack for forty bucks, you could do far worse. Uh, mm. But still, it's it's yeah, it's mad money, man. If you want to build an army out of these guys, <sighs> much easier yeah. than building money. Yeah, uh, building money. <laughs> it's much easier than building a vintage <laughs> line. And also, well, um, 
Yeah, sorry, Rob. Yeah. No, no, I was gonna say, I mean, yeah, it, it sounds expensive, especially when um Photo Viper points out he got a 10 pack of black major blue shirts for ninety dollars. Hmm. That's, That's also true. You have options, it's wonderful. But if you are a Hasbro Hasbro purist and you haven't dabbled in the third party stuff, you got it, baby. It's back. Also, also, um, reaction figures are twenty dollars. Okay, they're nineteen dollars seventy or whatever the shit it is, and you get five points of articulation, and you got these for like twenty dollars, or twenty four dollars, whatever it is, and they got all of the articulations. Like the value proposition is still fair. Um, and uh, also just to answer um, Kyle A's question there, are eighty two figures really falling apart? Uh, no, they're not. Uh, yes, they are. Just, mm, <laughs> the plastic is weaker and stuff like that, but they're not like exploding on our shelves or anything. Well, it depends. No. I mean, someone pointed out that they're, they're, they're happy to get these new ones because their figures are. It depends on the condition that your figures are in, I think. I just don't want to, I don't want Murphy mm -hmm. to intervene here. But I, I think uh, you... Most folks are pretty wary of how they handle their particularly 82 to 84 action figures because of the brittleness and the thinness of the plastic. I mean, they're pretty finely molded figures. So to have these guys, particularly these guys, who are your baddies, who you need to make fall over, <laughs> uh, it's nice to have some figures that you can carefree handle. I think that is the biggest takeaway from seeing people's comments about uh, retro uh, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadows. Like, finally, they can mm. make these classic figures or classic reproductions of classic figures um, do battle carefree. You don't have to worry about paint scratches and cracked thumbs and and an end. The laundry list of classics or of, of retro rings. Mm. Yeah. And absolutely, it differs from figure to figure. Photo Viper is very quick to back us up. Certain figures deteriorate faster. It's true. Absolutely. Like, Try and find thumbs on a zap. Crotches yeah. on a scarlet. Crotches yeah. on monkey range. Gosh darn. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, alrighty. So have we said all we need to say about the blue team? What else is oh okay, Paul, Viper three pack. Go. Yeah. Uh, this is smart, um, but I, I'm hoping that this uh, helps you know people get their army builder fix, and helps other people actually get their initial purchases of the vipers. If you guys missed out on vipers the first time, I, I suspect these will have a few improvements. Uh, hopefully, the goggles would have been a slightly, uh, maybe a more um, durable plastic. That would be nice. Those um, muzzle getting... as well. Is that new? Yeah, those yep. muzzle flashes are new, and you're getting a whole selection of uh, like really cool, fantastic weapons there, which is great. So if you did miss out on it because somebody in your neighborhood bought all 10 of the Cobra Vipers <laughs> in your local Walmart, hopefully this is going to help you get your hands on one for yourself, and you can laugh all the way to the bank because it'll be a little bit cheaper. A little the bit. The fan base is loving the additional weapons, but still no classic viper weapon thank you that's that was the last thing i wanted to mention now as well that's going like, to be in the five where's the viper gun yeah that's going to be in the five pack that's going to be with the um i don't know the sonic fighters paint job of the viper <laughs> Son yeah sonic fighters. they have to sell it to you somehow 
And Guys, this retails at $90, right? For the three. Yeah, so it's, so it's either this or Baroness and Mega Hiss. So <laughs> the box wisely. is windowless. Yeah, these, these figures aren't cheap, creature. <laughs> well, what do we say about that? They must, they must think that the world is going to end because they're only marketing to adult fans. Parents aren't going to kick down this kind of stuff for kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I think this is the last figures we're covering, right? And then I'll have kind of like a just a closing statement. But please say more things about the Viper. Well, <laughs> I think the cat's out of the bag. This is absolutely only an adult collector line. Clearly, we have enough money to throw at this stuff to, to make it. Hasbro no longer hanker for the child market. Well, then why would uh, they because listen? Nah. Han Solo over there, by the way. Brah. Yeah, one hand. But I mean, the thing is, they have they have started making. I mean, this is definitely for yeah, this is for the collectors. Strange yeah. enough, but then they've also done the value line, which is also six inch figures, but with like five points of articulation. I'm gonna action figures at a bigger scale. Hmm. So I'm they're trying to hit he... the kids again. There's a Heberg thing I'm going to mention a little bit later if we get a chance oh, about no, that. Probably won't. But yes, no. Rob, I, I take your point. We're ending there. right now. No Heberg. <laughs> you but, see, five uh, pack, Paul, five you're pack. not signing Look up for this. Art. Yeah, there are five Vipers on the art. Ooh. Ooh. I, I smell a lawsuit. Dude, did <laughs> I pre order one of these? Yes, I did. That's Because it's on BBTS. I don't have to, it's not through Target or something. It. I could actually get this. Of course you yeah. pre-ordered it. Uh, yeah, of course I did. Uh, that means you get a Viper, before. Steve gets a Viper, and I get a Grey Viper. We all win. Sweet. Then who gets the packaging? Uh, I, had... I do. Yeah. Oh, I had to pay before, for the shipping. I, I had Sorry, noticed it before, right, but I, I, I've, I've zoomed in on it now. It says plastic-free packaging on the box. So big corporate brownie points. Except tape and glue. Except yeah. tape and glue. But cool here we go i mean you know you now have to just take them at their word that there are no factory errors <laughs> <laughs> but hey it's not like you have a choice anyways paul not only is it ordered online but it's sent overseas in very uh convoluted ways so there's not much likelihood of you returning them to the store yeah by the time you get it, it's, it's a wonky done. eye <laughs> it's a new custom Bart's asking the... for grenades. Bart? Ah. Really, brother? Really? They're called Xanax. <laughs> Just joking. Um, <laughs> now, I'm not... Why the muzzle flash? We we can't imagine the gun going off anymore? We need, we need Dude, help, it's fine. Guys. I need muzzle to see flash. it. Apparently, we need the muzzle flash. Dude, I, I hear you on that. I, I, I feel you, but... I've got a muzzle flare for my transform for one or two of my transformers toys, and it's a lot of fun actually. Well, it's it's like Stephen pointed out with the um with the uh, the Haslab um Sky Striker. He's happy to see the the Sky Striker, but you can just completely throw away all of that extra flash. I think he's gonna it's... eat those words when he has them. <laughs> oh man, what I'm gonna stick pieces of hard candy into my beautiful Sky Striker's tailpipes. I Forget also thought they were done that. until I got my Transformers figures, and I've got one or two Gundam figures that come with the, these kind of things, and it's actually quite fun. Well, Gundam figures pull... is fine because those are for posing, but like yeah. you're all about you posing. With. You're all about putting stuff on your shelf in like very extreme poses. I'm like, let let me put the toys in the drawer, 
they're ready to play with. Like posing and shelving is restrictive to me, but I, I realize that I'm an outlier in the collecting world. I see a lot of people with like the collection rooms and everything needs to be posed beautifully. Like I'm not that guy. Like the rough, well, the rougher outlier it, either. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, it, I, I mean, I, as some I people pointed out, it helps with people who take the pictures. So the people mm. who take the pictures appreciate these these additions. So I think there are obviously people yes, who like it is very much geared towards toy photography. Sorry. Well, toy photography is huge, and it's a huge outlet for people's action figure collections. It's just not mine. This gray Cobra Viper is kind of a dickhead, hey? Oh, I'm just saying. I saw him. He's like Han Soloing an, a, a, a rifle, an assault rifle, and here he's like, he's shooting. He's doing a typical movie Nazi villain shooting pose. You know, With a hand behind the back. Yeah, it's just, I'm not saying that it's like inherently evil, but it is definitely seen a lot, uh, used by villains in movies a lot, and Nazis in particular like to, they like to do that quite a lot. Like, I'm only going to lift one hand to kill you. <laughs> nice. Very nice. All right. We've come full circle, gents. We're back to the hiss and Baroness. Baroness. Quick flick through the photos, and we can then move on to something else. Um, codename Failsafe. We now have the name of uh, the backseat man on the Sky Striker. Uh, mm. All I'm going to say is this. They have penned him as a, a pilot in his own right. And that, like, doesn't jive with me. Because what is a, a, a pilot with his level of credentials and experience doing in the back seat like that that irritates me slightly like make a dedicated weapons control officer or rio radio intercept officer like like make him what he's meant to be doing make him that specialist it irritates me that they try to make well make cake have cake eat cake and still have cake by making him a pilot as good as if not better than ace and it kind of makes Ace look like a bit of a chump. It's like, yeah. particularly the quotes at the bottom here. Yeah, um, for important missions, you send Ace. For vital missions that absolutely have to succeed, you send Failsafe along with Ace to guarantee results. Make sure <laughs> it's like sitting in the backseat, like the, the backseat driving, essentially. Yes. That's, yeah. that's cheeky, man. And also, this commits the same... Uh, great sin that later file cards did and that it paints the joe character as this unassailable pro with no character quirks or foils like this guy is he's perfection file card down to that, fail. That, that dimpled chin and that's that winning grin i'm like i'm surprised he's, he's not from file card fail it's not it's just fail pilot. safe on the file card, it's fail in the file card. <laughs> anyway, whatever. I'm nitpicking, I know. But no, I think I you're hundred percent right. I it's a it, he's a Mary Sue, for lack of better words. But I say thank you to the team at at, at Hasbro and G.I. Joe. Like this is an exciting start to the 40th anniversary, and I'm sure it's just gonna keep trucking from here, boys. They're definitely trying a lot of new things. Hey, so so just to, to go by Emily's uh, past reveals, uh, she told us how her favorite figure was Mindbender, and now we've got a classified Mindbender. And then she showed us um, the fishing 
bazooka. Does do you think that means we're gonna get fishing bazooka in the field in the in the near future? I think so. Definitely. Complete with fishing rod this time, not just grenades. I I I've al I almost want to put money on it. Yeah, yeah. almost. Well, I, I believe it when I see it, Paul. Uh, I think that was just um, them being random and fun, which is something they tend to have a lot of on these live streams. Um, yes, because we haven't really spoken about all about fun. We haven't spoken about the, the the presentation, but I mean, there's obviously a lot of bluster, and I can relate as having gone live a number of times and like it not going according to the way it was rehearsed. Sometimes when you do over rehearse things and you plan things ahead of time, they fall flat because they planned. Like yeah, I think you got the no whole idea with live. Deep. Yeah. Look, they, they had a, a partial script that they were trying to stick to. And that becomes a hamper to, to your actual, like, like live presentation. I agreed. So I felt like, like, they were constantly kind of saying things that they, oh man, this had gone so much smoother two days ago when we when we sat here and worked it out. Damn it, <laughs> you know. So there was a lot of bluster, is what I'm trying to say. Um, uh, <laughs> I just wanted to say turn quite a bit. Hey, I don't want to attack the person, but like she says things that she immediately feels like, oh wait, I, maybe I can't say that, and so I'm going to check with the people nodding to me off camera, like. Okay. Surely oh, you are gonna make it to my car. Tender my resignation. <laughs> Hasbro may have taken the weapons off the vehicles, but they can't take the art the weapons off the artworks. <laughs> no, Kuja, uh... you you had a point. Yeah, man. No, yeah. duty calls here shortly. Um, mm. I have glitched out a few times. If you're watching and I was glitching the beginning, but I'm not now. Learn from me. I was on my phone earlier. I'm on a computer now. So hey, computers. I think uh, when it comes to G.I. Joe, it's 40 years old, right? They say your 20s are for messing around. Um, your 30s are for whatever. Your 40s, you figure out who you are. So, you know, there's still, there's still time. Um, I'm always going to stand community. We got so much talent over here, guys. Get somebody on screen over there. Um, I, I don't know who these people are and I'm sure they're great people and I would love to chat with them at any time, but yeah, this is, this is, this is how the circle of life works. You got to support your community. I do believe you guys reached your sky striker goal because of community. So we help you, you can help us. Uh, and as far as like, uh, the, the presentation and the direction of GI Joe at 40, Stay smart, guys. Don't. The reason why you're 40 years old is because you were smart. So, plastic is nice. Presentation is nice. Hosts are nice. You know, Larry Hama continuing to write is nice. But let's let's get some edge back into GI Joe. I like Mindbender. It's a good pick. Mindbender is a very timely character to introduce right now. Oh, I get the I get the stage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. No, as for everybody in the comments, I can never remember everybody, but thank you guys so much for uh, just being here. And because you guys, we'll get you on screen eventually. But uh, no, I'm thankful for GI Joeberg. I'm thankful for uh, all the other live streams. Um, and whether it's Action Force or GI Joe, I'll always be a part of this brand. I'll always be a part of the commentary. I realize you guys can't be my friends because of what I've said. But I'm always here for you, and I appreciate you guys. 
That's it. I'm out of fire. Um, Bod, Bod made a You're good comment here. Um, I ain't going nowhere. Okay. I love it when it like, I love it when you find a really great comment and you want to like click on it to share with everybody. But uh, to paraphrase until I can Say find it, loud. Bod basically said, Larry wants a thousand dollars per file card. I know this as fact. So they went the cheap route and was like, give this to an intern. Yeah, because the thing is like with anything like that, it's all the pushback. I mean, the writing part has its own challenge, but I think the amount of finagling you have to do with people, I, I'm not surprised that like somebody like Larry Homer charges that much for it, to be honest. Um, but I cool. think there's a, there's a middle ground, man. Like you don't have to go to the source to get to guarantee a great file card. I don't think so either. I just but think, I think you need to understand what makes up a great G.I. Joe supporting cause character. You, goodbye, Kuja. <laughs> um, you need to understand that, like, do not try and make this guy overshadow Ace. Ace is yeah. Ace. People, the, people have been loving that figure since 1980, loving that character since 1983. So don't try and compete with him. Try and compliment him, add to him. Mm. That, that file card does make Ace feel almost superfluous. Because well, it's it's the writing of Farcast from the nineties, essentially. That's why I was like, mm. I'm surprised he doesn't come from Rhode Island. I mean, isn't that like essentially where all of the really like out to their ridiculous file cards are from? Yeah, Mark, um, Mark says he would yeah. write the file card, but uh, I can imagine Mark, your your asking fee isn't quite a thousand US. Um, guys maybe it is maybe you're more expensive hey 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 but, uh, but free, free the job, nice right? thing about somebody like larry Homer in that situation is that he if they go change it he, he'll give them pushback he'll just say no <laughs> that and the thing is that's very hard to do so i don't think it's easy to find a middle ground with with hasbro especially considering that the bulk of the modern file cards are written like hey ho bravado mary sue you know <laughs> and the yeah. the parade kind of vibe so i don't know but we'll we'll see i mean that's like whatever you know uh i i i think They're it'd be great if somebody, everyone somebody a in hero the in their own right you know yeah everyone is a hero and not that's, everybody's that's like, a hero yeah i know that, that that's what they were doing in the 90s and they kind of think they're obviously yeah. looking more at the 90s cards than trying to like make a cohesive team of, of people who have uh character flaws. and weaknesses mm. flaws would make them more interesting it's the first new character they've done in what decades yeah. You know, give them a chance. Warm, they'll, are you they'll, saying they're they'll warming up? Right. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You know, this is their fail safe. Um, and they'll they'll get better as they go along. I just but don't yeah, think I we're... have a very big question in the chats. Oh. Or, is it an What uppercase? do you guys think about classified as a whole? Thank or... you, Crystal Bollander. Um, uh, my, my journey in classified begins and ends with one figure. And that's Word. the double double zero snake eyes who range viper rob very gratefully gifted me as a taste of classified and while i adore this figure and he's gorgeous and i mess you with love him, it i do uh i am a slave to scale and all the greatness that comes at that scale so my money goes in one direction one direction only there's no favoritism shown in my um, spending. It is vintage GI Joe only. So I've I've yet to get off the starting blocks with classified. 
I've yet to get off the starting blocks with Action Force. Like I just, I don't have the scratch to throw around and and dabble in various scales. Like I know what my sweet spot is, and I need this as a as a limiting factor to keep me from just like buying everything that looks cool. Every single GI Joe thing ever. There's a lot of demand on your wallet these days. I'm sure we're all, yeah, all feeling it. Even if if you are well off. Like GI Joe is a ever expanding like black hole for for expense. Yeah, so there's neat. tons of different lines. I think classified is a cool concept. For you? I think it's a cool concept. I think they're doing a lot of really cool stuff. You know, they're kind of like marrying. Um, they're getting. They're making a scale that is obviously the very popular. The in scale now is the six inch figures. That's essentially what everything is made in. Um, and so it interacts better with other lines that Hasbro is making, other toy companies is making. And I think in general, the redesigns are pretty good. Um, they kind of seem to mesh together quite well. I think it's a cool concept, but yeah, it's not something that I as well would want to buy in general. I think Giorgio to me is the three and three quarter inch figures. Um, I can make allowances for the modern figures because we, in a way, we didn't grow up with them, but we did buy a lot enough of them to be able to play with them and have them mesh with themselves well enough i think i think i'm probably yeah i'm, I'm definitely on Stephen's side with this way it's it's three and three quarter inches to me what gi joe is i think maybe it's kind of the same for people who grew up in say the 60s where the original 12 inch joe that's that's gi joe to them mm -hmm. what are these tiny little dudes and these slightly slightly you know bigger dudes they're still not big enough where are my 12 inch joes you know <laughs> I Sigma always thought guy. Steven was a Sigma Six guy only. Oh man, Thank <laughs> you for that character assassination right there. I think um, out of the three of us, I'm the only one who owns a, a Sigma Six figure. I owned one. No, Steven I does. Gave, he has. I, um, gave, I gave it to a friend. Oh, you did? Did you? Which one? It was um, Snake Eyes. No. No, I had because I was in the United States during winter for the first time. Um, I, and this is around was it? about Sigma Six. I bought a like a cold weather geared Duke who came with skis. Oh. And when I was leaving the states, yeah, my like... buddy who who then became an illegal immigrant, uh, <laughs> he was okay. staying. I was going. I was like, "Here's something to remember me by, dude. Here's my Duke." I doubt yeah. he still has Duke, but um, probably got yeah. something. Sigma Six else. was fun. Everything looks better through nostalgia goggles, right? Back then we were we were lampooning it, but now it's like there were some cool designs and some cool concepts. Oh, the designs were cool. I didn't always love the execution though. Like, but this is not design... a Sigma Six podcast. No, this yeah. is a classified podcast, and I think so. Me and Stephen are very much classified as cool. It's just not necessarily for us. And I think after all of the pre-orders you've heard, Paul placing, I think we mm -hmm. can all know that his opinion. Classified was has been a very weird relationship um, <laughs> because I wanted to like it in the beginning. It kicked me in the nods a little bit by being quite difficult to get hold of. And then a lot of the Berg Force actually went above and beyond the call and helped me get a lot of the figures. Um, you're an easy sell, Paul. No, they send you a couple that, of dude. samples and now you're in. No, but like if you look at Ber um, Barbecue and you look at this Viper, for example, just as two examples and you compare this to the snake eyes and to the roadblock and to the duke that was released in the first uh wave i'm sorry but it's like almost like two different toy lines this sells me unclassified this is exciting 
this is where I'm like seeing all of this stuff and I'm excited. Like I'm like, yes, Spirit's coming, Storm Shadow's coming, Outback's coming, you know, Crimson Guard down the line with Serena. I'm like really, really excited about that. But I'm like, Hasbro, please just pace this out. Just give me a chance to save, dude. You know, <laughs> like you're not the only game in town, okay? You know. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. they they they've cornered the collective market, and they're gonna keep keep milking it because mm. adult collectors can drop three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars in one go on pre-orders. I I heard numbers being thrown out even in excess of a thousand dollars when this stuff went live. So the demand is palpable, and it's it's a demand that has deep pockets. So can you blame them? They're going to keep making stuff we want. For my end, the only thing pre-ordered, and it was courtesy of you, Paul, Yay. was Mega Hiss. And that <laughs> I am so thrilled about. Like, when you called me, or I called you in the morning, like, I'd just woken up and seen the reveals, and I was like, uh, I don't know, I'm a bit of a slow burn. It takes me a while to, like, really uh, imprint these things and, and process them and want them so like give it time you were like no but surely you want the the transformer surely steven and yes you were absolutely right paul i did want it and so my buddy it was the deadly pencils didn't just order one for himself but he pre-ordered two. oh no <laughs> you, guy, you crazy guy but guys crazy. we've been going two hours uh it's it's flown by thank you kujo for for stepping in and stepping out as, yes as thank you did. for joining us and i definitely agree with him i mean community is is where gi joe's at it's it's what's kept the brand alive for 40 years i mean especially you know in, in the periods where there were no toys being made and now that they're making so many toys i hope that they they're listening to what all of us are saying and uh and actually appealing to what we want um yeah they need to you know as as he said you know um he will buy the cookies if you give him the cookies <laughs> he wants and the, but the cookies he wants right now are homemade homemade by <laughs> joe joberg homemade by all the other wonderful podcasts and and channels hcc that make all of this beautiful joe content that um that I think he enjoys, he enjoys listening to and making himself as well. Um, yeah, and hopefully, yeah, enjoy all of it, guys, and enjoy the fact that we are getting so much cool new stuff, and hopefully some of this will appeal to you. You know, it feels like it's kind of like a grab bag. They're kind of trying a lot of different things with G.I. Joe now. It's everywhere. No, it's and they got me. Appeal to you. Yeah, it appeals to I've, Steven, I've... it appeals to me. I mean, there's, there's something in it for everyone. Yes, thank you. I have been reticent up to this point, but there's absolutely no way I can't give modern Hasbro my money when it comes to smashing G.I. Joe and Transformers together. Like, Especially yes, the please. damn O-Ring re-releases. Oof. But yes, guys, so just before thanks, we... Thanks for everyone joining us in the chats. Yes, uh, thank you to everyone, guys. We really appreciate that you came through. Great usual suspects, also... plus a few new faces. Always a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> And before we roll out the door, I mean, I'm sure we've got like, I'm sure we've got five minutes. It's not like a major thing. Um, anybody got anything new this week? Anything new? Hmm, I don't know. Paul, did you get something new? I actually didn't. And it's okay. You didn't I'm get okay anything with new. That. I know. No, I'm, I, and it's fine. It's awful. I've got, I, all I will say is, is that I've got some things that have been sitting in the States that I have initiated shipping on. So, and there's uh, my BBTS uh, pile of loot sent me the mail, like, you better ship your stuff. You've got five days left. So I've shipped that. Yeah. 
so it's going to be pretty insane but um yeah that's all that's coming my way for now oh and um oh 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 and you guys will be very proud of me i went to the shops today and they had a lot of the he-man revelation toys and, and you bought all of them I'm i bought none of, of them i bought none what? of them this is still the oh, only revelation on. figure i have in my life and maybe i will get evil lynn and tila at some point but they had Skeletor god and they had skeglow and fistor and a very nice looking stinkor i might add and a um Skele yeah did i say Skeletor god well if i didn't they had him and i was like no <laughs> it's okay i gotta buy i gotta buy gi joe's you know <laughs> and uh, finish off my origin stuff so yeah no. well as we as we are going out and it was my birthday um i was fortunate enough to receive a package from steven and paul um and it included one of the the absolutely awesome things that i i did say that i really wanted this year and that was masterpiece skits yay yes absolutely Sorry, I'm I, like dying to see him properly i managed to transform him once last night i needed to transform him back into his vehicle mode <laughs> I've Dude, not did he come with yet. the little motorbike no he doesn't he comes with, doesn't. So it's, it's the figure and it comes with the the two guns so that's what oh. he comes with so it doesn't come with a little bike interesting no i think this maybe it's a um a deluxe version um so i got that and they paul decided to send on a gift that someone else sent to gi jerobrick and made made it into my um birthday gift um i think he's trying to encourage me to get classified figures so <laughs> a fantastic guy from canada nelson um sent along two snake eyes so timber snake eyes and version two snake eyes so like snake eyes or snake eyes snake eyes he included a fantastic note to all of us and which i would like to read as we as we're leaving now he wanted to extend his thanks to all all of us to, to us for always providing such a first rate Giorgio experience. He recently he's recently back into collecting since well in his childhood and came across our YouTube channel a few years back. Since then, we've played a big role in getting him back into the brand, which he's thoroughly enjoying. Um, your content is so meticulously well done and entertaining that I'm always looking forward to what you will do next. And yeah, so he passed this along to us and he hopes, hopes we enjoy them. And I definitely will. Um, I may not be buying lots of classified figures, but this guy is actually pretty dope. Although I, I'm still confused as to why you're able to attach all of his weapons. That's all of us. The only person who's not confused <laughs> about that is the person who made it. The weapon I mean, sandwich. Oh my see, God. It's got holes in it and you can just attach all of it to his backpack. <laughs> You know what is kind of a cool deep cut is that the gun that he comes Why? with is actually a nerf. I think I think it's Snake Eyes or Duke. There's an I actual can kinda, real I can nerf. There's a real nerf were, gun. Um, we're saying about like the original guns are like actually really quite toyetic, you know, compared to later guns. They are very awful. You know, they hurt I mean, still that cool. wave so badly. They're cool. I mean, I I quite like the but, the pistol. I think the pistol is quite nice, and it comes with a silencer that you can add to it. But yeah. it definitely is very toyetic compared to ones that have later. And, and what, as you said yourself earlier, they have improved in leaps and bounds as they kind of discovered where they want to go with the line. Mm. You know, they kind of realize, oh, yeah, yep. Yeah, you're right, Photo Viper. There's no ways I'm losing these. 
<laughs> and just figure out how to reattach them again. Dude, he <laughs> so said thank you now so, so much, and thank but... you to you guys for passing them along to me. Um, I'm definitely very excited to to try these out. It's nice to actually. I'm excited like, to see that out of the box too. Them, you know, uh, they are actually I... really good figures. I mean, I'm very excited to get Spirit now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll... and. We're all very excited. There's good toys in the air, guys. Well, some of them are only coming out next year, but every sight and every sound. Hey. All right. But anyways, it's uh, it's Sunday morning here in Australia. It's time for me to do my parental duties. It's Saturday night. I'm going to get some sleep. Oh, yeah. It's also Sunday morning here in South Africa. Paul, you're going to do some uh, DJ sets? I might actually play some tunes. Anytime I visited Paul, anytime I visited Paul in Joburg, like there was always this sound, like this reverberation going on, like Paul was busy live mixing something. Yeah. I don't know how much artwork you actually did. (laughs) I do lots. It's just that I'd take a break and I'd take like 15 minutes or 20 minutes and I'd just mix just to get away from my computer. Funny guy. Anyways, once again, thank you to the 41 folks uh, who joined us in the chat. We have eyes on us currently. Um, There were more than that uh, earlier on. Um, And thanks for everyone in the future who is watching this on the replay, perhaps. Uh, Feel free to comment below. Tell us (laughs) what excitement you've got. What classifieds are are, are getting your dollar? Are you in on Mega Hiss? Uh, Are you speculating as to <laughs> as to what could be next for these transformer gi joe smash-ups let us know your speculations put them crystallize them set them in stone in our comment section so that one day when you are proven right you can refer everyone back to that comment that you had on that comment thread yeah i nailed it there on gi joe yeah Brandon and an episode top section we'll call i told you so <laughs> um, <laughs> And as we do our ninja somersaults out the door, I just want to quickly say thank you to our amazing Boat Force. You guys, you make all the magic happen here. Um, Thank you so much for your support and your kindness and your awesomeness. We're so glad to have you here. And just just to show you how much, how awesome the Boat Force is, we have two pages with Boat Force on. And yeah, so guys, thank you so much. There's a lot of love here and we dig it and we dig you and yeah, stay awesome until the next one. Yeah, Joe Berg. 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 Berg.